Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And our review of WWE presents Questionable Human Rights, a.k.a. Crown Jewel. Um, I'm Troy, joined, as always, by Aaron. So, you know, when it's me and Aaron involved, it's going to be an absolute fucking fever dream. Bono episodo. <laughs> Bono episodo. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Christ alive. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we we don't tend to review the, the Crown Jewel or what, what's the other one main, they do? Main roster. Super Showdown or anything main roster, actually. It's... it's it was pleasantly refreshing watching something Raw and SmackDown being that we don't watch or review that anymore. Um, saying that, um, a, a disclaimer before we start the review though, um, I know there's a lot of stuff going on, social media, uh, Twitter, etc. Um, obviously surrounding Crown Jewel and WWE's involvement in that and, and the, the various bits and pieces and, and moving cogs. Um, whilst we entirely disagree with that, uh, we have watched this um, as we always do for the wrestling and the uh, performance that's put on by the superstars, by the wrestlers. Um, we don't agree uh, with with any of the politics behind it. Um, no, so rest I assured. To see Sasha Banks's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> rest assured that we are in uh, very much in agreement uh, with a lot of the conversation that's gone on uh, on social media in the last 24 hours. However, we are here to review the wrestling um, and and to review the the matches and talk about those uh, and the kind of storylines uh, and connotations, etc., that come off the back of that. Um, so yeah, just before we start, if you want to let us know what you thought of this uh, pay-per-view event, or anything else in the wrestling world, whether it be WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan, um, or anything else, give us a shout on our social media, on Twitter, at Untitled Rest Pod. Join our Discord, at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, or Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And go so, suck a blood money dick. Go suck a blood money dick. <laughs> <laughs> no chill Phil's words. Pe- yeah. Pepsi Man's words, not ours. Pepsi Man's words, not ours. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, crown jewel, mate. Let's let's get into crown, it. Crown jewel, Let, let's fucking do it. Eh? Hi, Paul. Um, I've got a couple of things just before we go into the main show on the pre-show. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, uh, there was a match also, but there was. Yeah. I apparently Xavier Wood and Finn Balor is a dream match. Uh, I'm gonna say no. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I mean, it's a nice dream to have Xavier Woods in singles competition. Yeah. Because everyone knows he's more than capable, and we've seen um, flashes of that certainly through the qualifying of the uh, this tournament, um, but also just kind of you know one-off singles matches. One that stands out, and I mentioned it on the stream last night. Uh, I say stream, we didn't stream, we recorded it. Uh, and if uh, you want to watch that, uh, we did do a watch long. It's on YouTube. Um, but yeah, during that, I said uh, a standout match for Woods was his match against Riddle 
yeah. back in February, February on yeah. Raw. Um, not too long, maybe 10 minutes or so, but really, really good. Uh, and I knew that Woods was really, really good before that. Uh, and it was just nice to be reminded of it. And also reminded that Riddle's actually a, a decent wrestler when he's not yeah. doing comedy nonsense. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't say Balor against Woods is a dream match. No. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but the bald guy that um, usually speaks to Sam Roberts on the um, at the table all the time. Oh, one well, the, the the pre-show. I forget yeah. his name as well, but I, I yeah. do know who you, you know mean. who I'm on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Men- he mentions Edge's celebration and bunny quotes on Raw with Lita. Oh Christ! <laughs> Wait, no one needs that bringing back up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on. That's a different it's a time. Leo's nipple. Let's go. <laughs> oh, oh Sorry. It, it's one of those weird things where everyone like giggled at like an in slow mode of videotape to see that little that pixel yeah, of just, nipple. Oh, just fucking <laughs> dirty, sweaty, horrible teenagers with their oh no. So <laughs> we don't you, we don't need a reminder of that. It's the long and the short. You can show ankles, but you can talk about live sex celebrations. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's no problem at all. No problem at all. Um, during the pre-show, uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar had a no DQ stipulation added to it. See, but I didn't realise this. But I neither, didn't watch the pre-show. Yeah, but neither party was interested in that, so they went, "Nah, you're all right." So it was added to then, "Nah, you're all right." That's weird. Yeah, I I don't know if it was for storyline purposes or Brock Lesnar could have just went, nah, I'm not having a candlestick. It was almost, point. yeah, it was almost, <laughs> from that, it almost sounds like they kind of, they were like, oh, okay, we're going to have an ODQ so there can be some fuckery. Yeah. And then they sort of went back on it and decided not to, like, it didn't, it didn't need that stipulation yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, if we get this match later down the line again, which I, I feel like we're going to, based on Lesnar's comments post-match, um, I feel like there'll be a stipulation put on it then. Possibly no DQ, Paul Heyman in a shark tank. I don't know. <laughs> Paul, Paul Heyman tied to a lamppost. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> like a stag do. <laughs> um, Irish Paddy, whatever his name is. Something Irish Patrick, Paddy. Or Patrick Sohan. Right. Right, you I, can't hear mine a bit. Yeah, I know you're right. looks like he should be presenting Blue Peter. Aye, that's the one. <laughs> um, he asks Heyman things about loyalty, and Heyman just goes, One, who are you? And two, I don't know what you just asked. Because Ow. one's on SmackDown, one's on Raw. So technically, it makes sense in canon. Yeah, but when have WWE ever cared about canon? Well, that's true. And Paul Heyman doesn't Never watch Raw. Never is the confirmed. answer. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Not now, he's pro- not, not now he isn't producing it. No. He, he or a writer care. or whatever his role was before. I don't remember. Um, my final note before we get onto the match. The fuck is that fucking suit Graves is fucking wearing? Mate, that suit is expert level. I said this to you when we were watching last <sighs> night. You can't knock Graves' suit jacket when the state of not just some of the clothes you wear, but the shirt you were wearing last night. <laughs> think, think, of, think of any cartoon character. It was on that shirt you were wearing last night. <laughs> don't knock Corey Graves' jacket which was beauty 
But I've seen some of the pish that you wear, mate. It looks like a unicorn's a diarrhea on your hoodie. Would it taste as nice as it looked? I not I'm not getting into that. Unicorn. I don't know, mate. It might I wouldn't put anything past you. You've tasted urinal cakes. You used to lick your urinals <laughs> when you were a kid. So I don't know. If you want more on that story, go to the NXT for 2.0. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go and listen to our absolute <laughs> fever dream of a podcast every week of NXT 2.0, <laughs> where this week Aaron revealed that he used to lick your urinals. That wasn't even the high point of the episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're never going to let this down now. I mean, you're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We get a pre-show match at Suso's versus the Hurt Business. Yeah, no, non-title match. Non-title match, because of oh. course, they're on different brands. Yeah. Uh, the match starts, Usos instantly pick on Cedric till Jay's a twat and goes for the legal man. Silly bastard, Hurt Business take control. <laughs> Cedric just casually uses a T-bone suplex as a casual move. As you, as you do. And as then, you do, and then he uses a tequila sunrise as a casual move, mate. They're finishers, <laughs> they're finishers, oh. or they're like, or they're like a, a pre finisher, like you, you just bust one of those out and then sell it like it's nothing. I was saying this the other day because I was watching an old episode of Raw and fucking Chainsaw Charlie, aka Terry Funk, just getting up from a fucking pile driver like it was just <laughs> a, a chop to the chest. No sound nonsense. I don't put that. Put that in the middle of a match. What what did Sting no sell a couple of weeks ago? And it really done my titties in. <laughs> my titties. He, he no sold something, and it really grinded my gears. Right. I don't know, mate. Oh, it was it was a big move too. It was someone's finisher, and he just went, "Nah, you're all right." Nah, you're all right, Hen. He, he genuinely did. It was like <laughs> fuck off, Sting. Get in this. <laughs> Um, Jimmy gets a Chinese curry sauce hot tag to pick up the case. <laughs> oh, I see. So the UWP curry rating hot tag system has moved over into pay per view. Transition. To... I thought I thought it was just for NXT. Now it's it's going on everything. <laughs> just whenever it's me and you, we've got right. the curry. Brilliant! Thing. I'm all for that. I'm, all for... I'm gonna get out of the shirt. I'm gonna get out of the shirt. We've got a Red Bubble store. And we'll put just about anything on a shirt. That's going on there. Um, Chip shop curry sauce tag. I said Chinese curry sauce. Chinese curry. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, because that makes yeah. all the difference. I mean, there, there is a difference. Slightly. Oh. The point is, there's absolutely zero spice to it. <laughs> I think there's no cheer by the crowd or anything. But I say that. Next up, the crowd go, this is awesome on this match. Calm the S- fuck, dude. Spoilers, this <laughs> happens a lot on this show. Every single but, match. For no real reason. <laughs> but sometimes, even before the match has started, I heard them cheer at one point for a collar and elbow tie-up. <laughs> it's like they've never seen one before. <laughs> they've never seen a collar or an Never elbow. seen a collar or an elbow. A women's one, anyway. A woman's one. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Fuck me. We're not even on the main show. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Shelton Benjamin hits Jimmy um, as he's going on the ropes of an Irish whip. 
Uh, Jimmy's distracted, then going for Benjamin. Then Cedric hits a solid brain buster for a two. That was fucking, a, fucking love a brain buster. It was a sexy brain buster. Yeah, it was. Way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Every time was... Cedric hits a move, like it, it looks impactful. Like when Cedric, like the lumbar check, looks fucking awesome. Yeah. He hits the Michinoku driver. It looks fucking awesome. The fucking brain busters, no, no different. God, I miss her business. I do. <laughs> they were good. Well, they are good. They're, yeah, they are together. They're together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Usos hit super kicks and it was a splash on Cedric for the win. Yeah, it was a decent match. It was, it was pretty stiff. Yeah. I didn't watch it live. I missed it, but I, I did rewatch it earlier today. Um, yeah, it was a decent match. It's a shame that this feud can't continue. I'd love to see like a decent long drawn out rivalry, Lashley and Roman hurt like Cedric and, and Shelton against like, the Usos. Cause do you yeah, remember, great. I mean, we could just get like a three on three match at Survivor Series. We could. Cause we could. they've done that with Shield and New Day. Like in 20, yeah, 18, but you know Lashley's I mean? not champion anymore. So it wouldn't make sense that he's facing Roman. Uh, uh, it's fine. Just get Roman to, Demote the title or something. Feel, Just pan it off. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting Roman Biggie at Survivor Series, unless unless Brock has something to do with it. We'll see. More on that later. Oh, more, more on that later. And then we go to the main card. And then surprisingly, our opening match is the Hell in a Cell match with Second Edge. Hell in a Cell for the boys to kick <clears> off. <throat> To kick off Saudi Arabia, main card. I'll be honest, I didn't see that come in. Didn't you say there were talks of that being the headliner? That was that was the rumor I seen all over mm. Twitter. Was that was the final match? Mm. Yeah, this this is fucking awesome. Really, really, the, the video package I showed before, and as I say, like, well, both of us, neither of us watched um, Raw or SmackDown for a number of months now. Uh, and so when we got these little refresher video packages before the match that they tend to do, it for me, and I'm sure it did you as well, it felt like it kind of meant something. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I feel like I'm a yeah. little bit caught up now. Like I'm. But that's the difference as well, though. Like if you're a casual fan, yeah, then you see these big promos that are built up in, in the space of like three minutes, a three-minute promo of just yeah. intensity, yeah. rather than seeing it every week drawn out and drawn out and drawn mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. We got all the best bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's what they're good at, just giving you all the best bits in a bundle. That's it. Yeah. And that was good. Good. It, it works. Yeah. Uh Jessica Carr is ref in the match in she Saudi is. Arabia. Mate, there was there was a lot of first off that. I um I put it on the Discord mm-hmm. earlier actually. Um Edge put out a uh tweet about it, uh, or rather on his Instagram. Uh I'll just read it. I put a picture up of him and, and Jessica Carr. Um and it says, in the midst of my 22-hour travel back home after Crown Jewel and a hand in a cell, more on that in a future post. I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge something that may have gone unnoticed to some. Last night um, at Lady Jess Ref, uh, refereed our match. Many first doing that. The first woman to referee in Saudi Arabia, massive, actually trying to move the needle in a positive direction. The first woman to referee, Helena Cell, massive. She was there for every part of this insane trilogy, and I'm so proud of. SummerSlam, Madison Square Garden, and Crown Jewel. She's knocking down barriers, and I couldn't be more proud of her. 
and she's got these gigs not because she's a woman it's because she kicks ass she kicks so much ass at her job many more milestones to come when my daughters watch these matches someday i can't wait to explain how important you were to all of this kudos jess keep keep making us smile lovely yeah. stuff really yeah. really nice she didn't get sure angles though B.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And <laughs> uh, we're back. And <laughs> uh, we're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's camels very close to Seth's pyro as well. Which is there was bit, camels oh. close to the pyro most of the night. Like I said, I think oh. early on, like someone's getting a shish kebab camel. Camel shish kebab. Uh, yeah. Like, they didn't need to be out there. They, but those camels are just like, what the fuck are we doing let them sit down I bet they sat down in between matches didn't they they just stood, Probably, them up, yeah. stood them up for the intros and that was it but i doubt i doubt they like the people carrying the camels are just like standing there yeah fuck that i say carrying like they're in their arms, carrying but... like like it's on their back like a backpack <laughs> like yeah, they're yeah. the camels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't have live animals that close to fucking open fires it's nonsense yeah, uh, match starts. Uh, Seth almost instantly rams his head into the cell. Yeah, he did. Like, on a dive. Well, yeah. he did ram his head into right, the yeah. cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Edge grabs a chair at one point, breaks the rod off again, because that's Edge's thing. Because that's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> oh, I, see, it's this whole going to the well too much, isn't it? With the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't need to do that every time. Like, a, yeah. it like it's impact. Like less is more. Yeah, it's more yeah. impactful if you're not doing that every single time. But it feels like his go-to thing now. Um, like they've, I, I don't know if they said it in this, but I know at one point when he did it a few months ago, it might have been in the the Roman feud and he did it on Jimmy and or Jay. And I think they called it the edge face or something like that instead of a cross face. Like just, just behave, just stop it. The edge face. Yeah. As again, as I said, when we were watching it, it's like, oh, edge just doesn't move. And they just put the word edge in front of it. Education. But, Education. But they, they all make edge sense because they're actual words. <laughs> yeah. Edge, <laughs> edge face is pissed. Edge face is not a word. <laughs> Um, now Seth grabs a chair or grabs a chair that I think Edge broke the rod what, off of. What was left of it? <laughs> yeah, what was left of it? Plays pin- pinata with it on Edge's back. Um, Edge constantly goes for his cross face, or that's without the rod, so it's just a cross. Yeah, face. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seth gets pushed off the top turnbuckle um, by Edge into the cell. Then he falls into the table. Oh, Edge. Um... Rollins had set up the table yeah. a little early, hadn't he? And we went, well, he's definitely going through that. But yep. <laughs> didn't realise in, in what spectacular fashion he was going to go through it, because that yeah. was not a nice bump to take. No. It looked fucking awesome. Really, really good. The thing is, he could have just played it safe and went just through the table. Down and through, nah. but no. He thought he'd yeet himself back <laughs> off the side of the cage and then through the fucking table. Yeah, it looked great. Wherever he lands, he just hopes for the best. There's a ole, ole, ole chant. Um, Sammy Zane wasn't in this. Sammy, Sammy Zane wasn't anywhere fucking no. near this match. No, Sammy Zane Absolutely was not. Why are they ole, 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 ole? I don't that? know. It's like they've just they've just pumped in popular football chants. Oh. 
I'm surprised at one point they didn't start going, Oggy, Oggy, Oggy. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ole, Ole, Ole isn't a wrestling chant anywhere in the world. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Oh, um, the edge of Mac on the steps. Yeah, yeah, that was the like, I thought the I, weird. I, I know, guy. I know what it is. The edge of Mac on the steps, and Edge hits the elbow drop with the chair. So the chair drop, yeah, it was on top of the stairs, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, um, Seth hits a pedigree, pedigree for the boys, tribute pedigree to his dad for Paul. the boys. I can't remember what they called Triple H, they called them something stupid. Catch it on the live stream. We bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, buckle. Then the buckle bomb into the spear by Edge. Hit one of SF trademark moves. Love that. Love that yeah. move, Faith. Yeah. <laughs> move, Faith. That's what they call it, didn't they? On the the two K games. <laughs> like you know, you know, you can select yeah. like your player attributes, and one of them is called Move Thief. Move you thief. Just steal the other guy's finisher. It's Big not any more powerful. It's just there no, for bands. It's just there. It's just there. <laughs> just for bands. Just to pop the boys. <coughs> Edge whaps out a ladder and a table. Uh, someone better tell him that he's the chair guy. Yeah. Not the table or the ladder. He's the, the shittest weapon of the he's three. He's the shittest weapon of the three. Uh, smack, he smacks Seth's head with the ladder. Like, actually smacks actually his head. Actually cracks his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Seth was holding on to a receipt for that, which we see in a bit. Well, what hits harder, the edge ladder to Seth's head or Shibata's head to Okada? Wow. <laughs> Shibata's... Fuck me. That's a horrible, horrible video. It, it doesn't look that bad. It's just with a volume on it. It's like, Mate, Ugh. it sounds like someone hitting a brick wall with a lump hammer. <laughs> it's like a proper... It's more, uh, oh, it's vicious. But, but anyone that doesn't know, yeah, um, for, for context, yeah, for context, um, I, I shared the video of Shibata, Shibata returned, obviously. Troy got to see this video of the headbutt that he hits on Okada that gave him his head injury. Honestly, it made me feel a little bit sick, <laughs> it was awful. All you have to do is type in Shibata headbutt Okada, and it's there. It's, That's all you need oh, to do, dear, oh dear. You have to have the sound on if you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, Rollins gets cracked in the face of a ladder. <laughs> yep. Uh, safe attacks um, Edge's neck because Edge has got a delicate neck. He's uh, got a dicky neck. And Michael Cole states on commentary, the <laughs> uh, Put your event- teeth in, Michael. <laughs> Maggle. Maggle. <laughs> uh, Seth and Edge climb the ladder after Seth set it up and he was about to jump on Edge for the table. Edge goes on the ladder. Uh, they're both up on the ladder. Seth hits a sunset bomb into the table. Yes, boy. For a two count. And then Seth grabs a toolbox. And if you didn't know, Corey Graves states... That's legal. That's perfectly legal. Toolboxes are perfectly legal. Just to reiterate that, toolboxes are perfectly legal. There should be no reason to disqualify a man for bringing in and using a toolbox or said implements within toolbox. But a big mallet with a fiend's face on it? No, 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 no. no. That's a no contest. A a clown hammer? No, definitely not. (laughs) 
definitely not. Get get that out of my ring. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> get it out. Get it. Uh, there's lots of super kicks to Edge. Super um, kick party from Sefi Rollins. Um, Seth puts a chain around his foot. Super kicks Edge. Edge once. Edge took all of that. All of that. Doesn't all even of get that. his hands up. No, nope. doesn't even put his hands up. Like I say, there was a receipt coming. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, it's all on him. He never put his hands up. It's all Edge's fault. Um, Seth goes for the stomp. Edge hits Seth's um, ghoulies with the chair. Ging gang ghoulie 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 ghoulie. <laughs> What's that? Ging gang goo, ging gang goo. <laughs> right, right in Seth's crown jewels. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, Edge hits super kicks of his own and then gets the, the Edge face with the chain. Does and, I look and then, vicious? And then a wrench because Rollins goes for the wrench, and then Edge goes, Nah, buddy, nah, this pal. is going in your gub, yeah. uh, <laughs> right in your mush, right in your mouth, pal. <laughs> uh, breaks a hold, and then he just proceeds to hit this stomp on Seth's head onto the chair for win. Yeah, stomp. look at that move, Faith, twice, <laughs> twice. twice, he saved See? him up. Saving up this finisher. <laughs> Didn't he? <laughs> that was a great match. Really, yeah. really enjoyed that. Great opener. Um, yeah. As I say, surprised that it opened up the show. Um, uh, and we said, and, and we have said before, and, and lots of people say, Hell in a Cell is a match, a stipulation that should be used to end a feud. And this is a time when Hell in a Cell, as a stipulation, was used properly and correctly and felt justified. This was superb. Really, really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the best Hell in a Cell matches they've had in years. In a, in a good while. In a good years, while. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I get the J.S. and Roman was good, but that was for storyline alone. This was just good as a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, yeah. They, um, it was just good. Like, it, really good storytelling. Like, Edge took a fucking beating for a lot of it, really put each other through, like, through their pace, sort of thing. Um, Rollins was taking some ridiculous bumps. Like the, the one off the cage through the table was fucking mad. And then obviously Edge going through the, the table in the ring off the sunset powerbomb. Um, yeah, two really big moments there. Uh, but fun. Very, very enjoyable. Good match. Great. Uh, Aaron's pay-per-view star rating for this match. Oh, I forget we do this. We, we do this whenever I decide to do pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four and a half, I'll give it. Out of five. Out of five. Ooh. When was, the, when was the last time you gave a match four and a half on a pay-per-view? On a WWE show. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I've heard you give anything above a three. <laughs> Honestly. Was this was this as good as was it Sasha Banks' Hell in a Cell match? Well, this is better than Sasha's. I'm joking. Was it, <laughs> Sasha was, it Sasha, the was it was it Sasha and Bianca Belair in Hell in a Cell? You gave it like half a star as half a point. Was it that bad? It wasn't that bad. I'm fairly sure you scored that quite low. I, I, I must have. Uh, it probably I, was that bad. I remember trying to defend it, and you were absolutely poo-pooing all over it. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belli are hell in a cell. Half a star. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, four, four and a half stars. I really, I thought it was... Spoiler. No, no, just, just four yes. and a half, not stars. We're not Meltzer. <laughs> just four and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. Four and a half urinal cakes. 
That's it. The the other one, the other half of one got cut off, and it's just drifting away from the rest of them. In pish. In pish. It's when that <laughs> funny colour because it's just stained now. <laughs> Old urinal cake. <laughs> um, and then next up we get the hometown hero, uh, Mansoor. Mansoor. Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Oh, mate. I didn't see his entrance, but Mustafa <clears throat> Ali's entrance, he came down to us. Was it a pharaoh? Yeah, he had pharaoh gear on, which oh. I didn't click on until I seen, like, eyeliner on him. You thought you'd tune like, into RuPaul's Rag Race. Was he got, he got <laughs> black eyes first? Somebody be knocking him out. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's cuffed him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said all proceeds were going to charity for this show. Nah, mate, that's a waste of money for the Saudi government. <laughs> Fair play to Ali, though, like, yeah, earnings going towards, uh, yeah, that's really, really good. But also, you've got shit music, Ali. Come on, get different music. It's it's not the best. <laughs> it's not, it's so shit. Doesn't matter, though, because he's fucking good. Just we bring back Ali. fucking retribution music for Ali. Shut it down! 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 I don't know why I have to do that for a grimmest face when I say it. Like, <laughs> I stopped doing that now. That's how weird. rage against the machine. I've, do it. I've, I've given myself a headache doing that. Right, as you were. <laughs> uh, this is the first time ever two Muslims have fought against each other in a WWE ring. Fucking awesome. Another yeah. first. Lovely, lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, the match starts, there's lots of back and forth between the two of them. Uh, there's a camel clutch by Ali at one point. Because of course, of course, <laughs> of course you're going to bust out a camel clutch in Saudi Arabia when the fucking, this might as well have been a lumberjack match with camels because they were <laughs> fucking everywhere. <laughs> uh, Mansour hits a spine buster. Love that. Uh, bet that you Saudi, Saudi governments bust some spines in their days. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these have you got? <laughs> They're not even written down, Troy. <laughs> it's off the cuff, mate. <laughs> this is why our episodes are the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ali puts on a Koji clutch at one point during the match. Love Quite that. cool. Yeah. Uh, you won't be seeing Sami Zayn anytime soon doing that in Saudi Arabia. Definitely not. I mean, you'd be lucky to see him do it in America. He doesn't get any TV uh, time. Well. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Terribly underused. <laughs> uh, so in the Koji clutch, Mansoor gets out by hulking up, brother, brother, brother. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He did the whole, uh, way! like, uh, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> Definitely had all of his vitamins and his milk before the match. And even, even on the replay, I missed Mansoor's finisher that he hit for the win. Oh, mate, it was awesome. So I, I missed it twice. <laughs> oh, it was like it was like a neck, like a reverse neck breaker, yeah. but it's like a sort of springboard one over the top rope. Yeah, it was cool, man. Really, really good. This is a great match. We said it when we were watching it. These two are, well, Ali more so because he's been about longer. Really, really underused. And Mansoor is really starting to come on leaps and bounds. 
um this is cool this is really really good as you say a, a big first and it's two first two ever muslim superstars working in a a match at a wwe pay-per-view um yeah regardless really. of it's saudi arabia or not it's still quite yeah thing. oh it's still huge yeah. do you know what like i even said it, i was like this has opportunity to be kind of like low-key match of the night like almost one of those overlooked matches i wouldn't say it was match at night but it was very fun both really really good workers what i would have liked to have seen is this is the opener mansoor getting that massive pop as the opening match for the pay-per-view in saudi yeah. that'd have been pretty cool that's not to take away from the hell in the cell match i think it was it was a bold move opening that, but also really, really cool. But I'd have also liked seeing this, like, with it being a first, two two Muslims yeah. in a pay-per-view match, open with that, it would have been pretty cool. The thing is, with the Hell in a Cell match going on first, I don't think that helped this match either. Yeah, I think it is one of those things where it kind of almost exhausts the crowd. Yeah. Um, and then there's not, and that's not to say there wasn't any energy for this match. And I can also see why they put this on second because Mansell was always going to get a big pop. And let's face it, Mansell was always going to win as well. So whilst the crowd may have been exhausted from that initial kind of hell in a cell match, you bring about back up, bringing out the kind of the, the hometown guy to kind of raise the spirits again. So I, I get why it keeps that I mean, level up. To be fair, if I got like on a show in Scotland, like. Or in versus Edge, right? In the first match, we'll say. And then the Highlanders versus Hurt Business. The Basham Brothers. Next. The Basham <laughs> Brothers. I'm probably going for a pitch. Yeah, mate, I'm going for a fucking a log drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then some man shows up. No one knows who it is oh, after the match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, I had to do a Google once they mentioned who he was. It's silver medalist karate player, play, karate player. That's what they call a karate player. Karate player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tarek Hamdi. Good man. And the only reason he didn't get the gold is because he kicked someone in the heed. In the heed. In the heed, so he got no, DQ'd for it. Not the first time that's happened. No. As, as we find out, because Ali <laughs> got fucking whooped. Yeah, we'll, we'll get rid of Alistair Black just so the karate boy can fucking kick fucking need. Even though he's not meant to. Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Yeah. Uh, and then Titus, Titus is rolled out in a suit for a charity thing. Titus looked like he'd been that suit had been sprayed on. Like he yeah. was he was wearing that suit. I mean, he doesn't even go for the 24 7 title. He's just in the gym all the time. Yeah, he's, he's just hulking up all the time. Yeah. Fucking love Titus. Such a top, top um, lad. So whilst we're talking about breast cancer awareness and all that, it goes to the crowd. All the older grown-ass men are just sitting down on their phone. Tossers. Absolute fucking tossbots. Speaking to people on the phone, there was that last three, like one in from the left, was yeah. on her phone for most of it. Like, yeah. just come on. You've been given a lovely belt. You've got Natalia on one side, big old Titus on the other. Just soak in the moment. Put your phone away. Stop tweeting about it. Betty Vince was happy about that. Oh, I said, I bet Vince gave her a fucking a DDT when she got back to Gorilla. Oh, Vince just took back that fucking pink tail. <laughs> That's what happened there. <laughs> that was cool, though. It's, it's always nice when they, they do that recognition for, for like breast cancer awareness, cancer awareness stuff. So, yeah, pretty cool. And next up, we get Omos and AJ Styles versus RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles. Sorry, I've just completely missed. I gave um, Mansur and Ali a solid like two. Uh, 
Two and a half. Yeah. I gave it a two. So. Was it, it was a good match. Um, Good's I think, a strong word, Troy. Come on. No, well, both of them are good. This was a decent match. It wasn't a standout. I think it could have been better. I think maybe if they'd given them maybe another five, ten minutes, I think they could have put on something really, really special. Yeah. We know that Ali is certainly capable of, of putting on like some superb matches. Uh, and I think Mansoor could have kept up with that. Um, maybe on an episode of, of Raw later down the line, although that we get some sort of blow off of it. But yeah, I thought it was all right. Two, two and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. Mm. Two. Um, 2.3. Yeah. 2.25. If we're nitpicking, 2.25. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Riddle and Orton come out uh, to Orton's music because fuck you, Riddle. Um, Even though Riddle's music is an absolute banger. Um, Straight out of San Andreas. <laughs> it is. I, Sounds I like mean, it's from the GTA San Andreas soundtrack. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, and then he runs away and then Orton's awkwardly standing there for like a solid It took like, an awful long time, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then Riddle comes back with a camel. Top, top lad Riddle. He literally rides the camel all the way down. <laughs> Love Orton's oh. reaction. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how Orton kept a straight face for that whole thing. <laughs> He's so good. Obviously, you knew it was happening, but even just a realisation of seeing it there, just, ah, oh, it was funny. Of, of course, Riddle was going to get some stupid entrance. I thought he was going to bring down like a fucking penny farthing, or like some <laughs> some tandem scooter for them both a to be on. Tandem scooter. <laughs> Autumn was just going to spoon him from behind as they just rode down to the ring. <laughs> it just comes in in one of those what are they called the lean green race machine or something, and they were like weird trike things. I don't know what that is, mate. Oh, they they were like my childhood. Every boy wanted them. But... Did you have one? I never had one, but I always uh, stole the neighbours. Ah, okay. Too, too busy licking your urinals. <laughs> too busy licking your urinals. <laughs> oh. uh, and then no birds from Riddle's feet, just a snake hanging from the arena roof. I mean, what was that was more weird. Yeah. It, just kind of half a snake. <laughs> like a like a bell end just hanging from the top of the screen. <laughs> like rather, a bell end. rather than a flock of Twitter birds. It's not the only mammal that like hangs through the roof in Saudi Arabia, is it? Wow! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's fine. Match starts. Adrian Horton go at it. Almost comes in, does almost things because he's a big boy. Because he's a big old boy. Big sexy almost. Uh, AJ hits a stunning drop kick. Mate, oh, it's not quite 10 out of 10 Okada, but we'll give it a solid, yeah. No, no, no one's hitting drop kicks like Okada. No, we'll give it a solid eight and a half. Uh, Riddle hits a Rogan Josh tag, the color of black <laughs> red, but not that appealing. Saudi Arabia floors, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> We didn't even need to put that disclaimer in at the start of this episode with nope. some of the shit you're coming out with. It's all right. We'll talk about this, but I will shit all over Saudi Arabia. 
Uh, yeah, so Rogan Josh tag, it wasn't great. Um, RKO reversal from a phenomenal forearm. Um, and then the floating bro for the win. Yeah, it's all right. This wasn't unexpected. The match is quite dragged out for the awful, yeah, well, not a lot that happened. Yeah, there, there wasn't <laughs> an awful lot that happened, that's it. And yeah. I don't know. I, I would rather have seen these two swapped around. Yeah, with the the SmackDown tag match, and that's more so from like a wrestling standpoint. As a wrestling match, the SmackDown tag team match was much better. From putting a big face in a match, you, obviously you're not going to put Styles or Orton on the pre-show, and there was only going to be one the, tag match on the main the show. The crowd for Orton was oh, ridiculous. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Over like Rover. Yeah, yeah. And that's right. the thing. Like I say. You couldn't have put this on the pre-show, even though storyline-wise, well, not even storyline-wise, like Usos and, and Herpes is on two different brands, but from a storyline going forward, there's certainly a more compelling story in Usos and Hurt Business than there is in this, because we've had this. feels like it's not been done to death, but it just didn't really give us anything new, and it uh, was fairly predictable going in. This was literally to get Orton and AJ on the card. That was yeah, it. yeah. Um, I do hope that this is eventually leading to an RK Bro split, but not as we think, because nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, it's Randy that turns. Randy's a better heel than he is face. And in, a, in, in this situation, you'd expect it to be Randy that turns on Riddle. I think it would be a much more interesting storyline to see Riddle turn on Orton. A heel riddle would be an it would interesting. Be, it would be interesting, but that means work is involved for WWE creative to pull their finger out and think of something new. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got... Oh, hang on. You're not going to give that a grade? Oh, sorry. Two stars, mate. There you go. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, I was, yeah. uh, was all right, I suppose. Uh, next up, we get... Becky and her time off didn't learn how to breathe during a promo. Yeah. <laughs> Getting in a halo, love. Calm down. I will fight you all for the title. And, uh, oh, that's shite. Jesus stompy, Christ. Stompy, stompy, feet, feet. Sounds like she's still in labour. Just calm <laughs> it down. Oh, I hate her so much. Really? Oh, I'm Becky Lynch is the most overrated wrestler in the world. No. Becky Lynch is so overrated. No. She is. There's more overrated, surely. No. Surely. Becky Lynch. Ugh. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte carried her. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'll say I'll say the truth, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> the truth according to Aaron. Truth. <laughs> Oh, aye, she's shite. There you go. All right, then. <laughs> she was also talking to pa Irish Paddy because... Patrick Man. Aye, because in their country, everyone's pals on that tiny wee island. Uh, tiny that's how, they, that's how they were speaking. Like, everyone knows everyone. They were, wouldn't it? Back in, back in their day, and I bet you if you look at their ages, there's like a... Fucking eight-year gap or something. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to look this up now. Uh, was it <laughs> Irish WWE? Um, something Patrick or Patrick something. 
What's his name? Uh, oh, there he is. What's his name? Uh, fuck. Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick. So Kevin Patrick, let's have a look at his age. Right. How old is he? I'm looking him up. You look up Becky I'm, Lynch. Yeah, I've got her. I've got her. How old's Becky Lynch? 34. 34. She's from Limerick, Ireland, if that helps on the distance of where they stay or where they're from. Uh, Kevin Patrick is... Where is it? It doesn't say. It just says he was born on May the 20th. I can't find his, his actual date of birth. Uh, I don't know how old he is. Can't find anything. Oh, well. Oh, well, that's how good he is. There you go. <laughs> that is riveting behaviour, that. Let's let's not get bogged down with the Irish. Uh, oh, we don't want to get bogged down with him. That's R- sure. R- Ryan will love this. <laughs> shout, shout out to Ryan. <laughs> shout out to Ryan and his overrated wrestlers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Long and the short of it is Becky Lynch needs to breathe less heavy. Yeah. Um, more of her in, in ring action later on too. Um, Zelina and Dewdrop next for the Queen's Crown. The final. The final. The final of this prestigious first time ever tournament. Prestigious my ass. Where every match is under three minutes. This is disgusting. <laughs> Really, um, really. Oh, go on. The, before the match even starts, there's a bit where Michael Cole um, states, oh, when Dewdrop was against Baszler, she was in the Kafida, Kukida clutch or whatever. Kirafuda clutch. Kirafuda, aye. Put your teeth in. Aye. I, it's Samoa Joe and Baszler. It's not the same move, ain't it? Let's be yeah. honest. Um, aye, Baszler's one. Michael Cole says, oh, she was in that for the longest time ever. And still managed to win the match. The match, yeah, the match lasted the match on two, Raw two minutes fifty eight seconds. Brilliant. So how long have that two minutes fifty seconds? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, the Zelina and Dewdrop match. The match starts. It's a game of cat and mouse, basically strength v speed, big person v little person. Uh, there's a tornado DD3 by Zelina Vega. That looks outstanding. It was Absolute precision. I've, I don't think I've seen a like that move hit perfectly in quite some time, if ever. She's fucking awesome. Um, you haven't seen Fuego in EW then. <laughs> Master of the DD Tornado DDT. Maybe. Is he now, Hen? Yeah, he, he, he genuinely is. I do drop attempts the cannonball. Vegas, Vegas. It's no Johnny Vegas. It's Zelina Vega. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Vega dodges, hits a code breaker, slash recoils, slash knees to face, slash whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, Dewdrop gets a two count with a spinning sidewalk slam. slam. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Zelina hits um, our cousin's move, the code red, for the win. Fucking hell. That cousin? came out. Of, yeah, that came absolutely out of nowhere, that did. Uh, it was uh, this. No, the code red, just like oh, hey, oh, she's yeah. just bust that out, like she's busted out and used it to win the match. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I don't know. 
I feel about this? This match went under six minutes, by the way. This was the longest match of the whole thing. Of the whole and thing. It, and, and, and it, it was, was still, still six minutes. less than six minutes. Less than six minutes. Yeah. How? How? <laughs> how can you? How can you do that? You've got a first ever, not just first ever women's tournament, but you've got a final culminating in a country that doesn't really like women. Like, how can you, why are you still mistreating it? Like, you've mistreated the entire tournament up until this point by making no match longer than about three minutes. At least do something here. Like, give people a reason to care. Otherwise, what was the point of this whole, whole tournament? Yeah. Really disappointing. I'm I'm glad Zelina won. Uh and I'm still I'm still not surprised, but I'm still a bit bewildered as to why it feels like they're kind of still holding back on Dewdrop. Because she shouldn't be going into like she, she's like a, for all intents and purposes, she's a hoss. And so she there shouldn't was... be going in and having like competitive matches. She should be going in just squashing people. There was also a woman in that tournament that had the nickname the Queen of Spades. Yeah. But well, we know how, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they missed the opportunity with her when she'd won the Elimination Chamber and they made it look dominant and then it was just like, oh, actually, no. Ah, well, feed her uh, Becky Lynch because stomp, stomp, top of the yeah. morning to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, uh, oh sorry, start. It was uh, rating for that. Uh, uh, one and a half. Yeah, it was pretty enough. Let's be honest. It's disappointing. Like I hate giving. I don't want to give a dude. I, I don't match. want to give any women's match a, a shit rating. Yeah, but when you don't like as creative, if you don't give me a reason to care about it, then I won't. Uh, it was. There was no build up. It was just there it was nah yeah um next up we get big bobbington of lashley big bobbington versus a uh, willie goldberg <laughs> um big willie g willie g um La- the basically the match start not a lot happens it's just two big entrances it's just a out. series of oh you mean yeah. the match itself yeah yeah, but but the match is Lashley has a chain in his pants. Um, match starts. Lashley beats him up. I could probably just do this in a one because not an awful lot does happen. No, it, apart from match, the big things. Yeah, the match was just a series of spots, wasn't it? There was yeah, you know, him with the chain. There was the chair. There was Goldberg selling the leg. Yeah, um, Goldberg hit a jackhammer at one point, which he actually got Lashley up, and it looked decent. Goldberg sticking into true form, Saudi Arabia fashion, just he button a turnbuckle like he does every other time and making himself... Beat. It's like that's in his contract. It's in his contract. You've, you've, got, got, to, you've got to butt the turnbuckle, mate. We need to see claret off your big shiny bandy Only bandy in head. Saudi Arabia. Only in... Nowhere else. <laughs> unless unless it's in your own locker room and you headbutt the door too hard. Yeah, that, that's whilst <laughs> you're still in your jacket, just coming out to cut a promo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lashley ties Goldberg's leg up in a chair um, all that stuff. Uh, Lashley spears himself into the table because spear versus spear. Goldberg hits spear the jackhammer, doesn't go for the cover. Ooh. Ooh, what's, what's he up to? Oh, it's for his son, remember. 
Goldberg spears Lashley into the barricade, then tries to crush his peanut head into the steps. <laughs> um, his they, cash, cashew head. His cashew head. <laughs> <laughs> they go up the ramp. Hurt Business appear with Kendo's. Um, it was like a show, uh, like a face-off. So the three of them at the top and then Goldberg there. And- yeah. Lashley, uh, not Lashley, rather, uh, Benjamin and, and Shelton come down with a kind of six and he just bins them off. Yeah, he's just like, fuck you. Gives, gives Cedric a big bat body drop. Fucking uh, dashes Shelton to the side. Yeah, so they were of absolutely no hair whatsoever. Uh, th- well, they have a fencing match, Goldberg and Lashley, after that. Lightsabers. With the Kendos, yeah, or lightsabers. Take your pick. Just need to, um, just need to rotoscope some, some lightsabers in there and play Jewel of the Fates. <laughs> Uh, Goldberg spears Lashley off the ramp through the tables for the win. That was a great spot. Uh, it was that an was unexpected really spot. Unexpected spot, yeah. No one put the cameras down there to show what was there. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. It was good. Well I'll be honest, this is Goldberg's best pay-per-view match in a yeah. while. In a while, yeah. yeah. Not ever, no, no, but no, since, but he's since come he's back, came back, I'd say there's a better one there. What him and Lesnar? Him and Lesnar at Mania. Him and Lesnar was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <coughs> this has got. An, I, I said when we watched this, I was like, a no holes barred, no DQ, whatever the stipulation. They're, they're all the same stipulation essentially. But a match where it doesn't have to end in the ring, where he can use foreign objects. At this point in Goldberg's career, is the sort of thing that suits him because he doesn't have to be running about. He doesn't have to be taking bumps and, and knackering himself out I think it's really worked and I think that was why this feels like for me one of Goldberg's better or arguably best pay-per-view matches since his kind of return a few years ago um, as I say it was kind of made up of just several spots um, the table, the barricade the kendo stick, the chair, the stairs um, and yeah it was it was enjoyable I thought it was alright um, I've gave this a two and a half out of five because although it was a solid Goldberg match, doesn't mean it's great, and we didn't really get to see much of Lashley, to be honest, doing anything. No, there wasn't a whole heap of it, was there? Yeah. I think right. it was just more so to kind of make up for Goldberg's last appearance in Saudi. Yeah. Um, Making him look a bit stronger. That, that, that is, so it gets a two and a half for me. Yeah. That was, it was all right. It's all right. Crowd went uh, into it. Goldberg over his fucking Saudi. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next up, we get the King of the Ring tournament final of Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Yeah, man. Uh, a very fast back and forth between the two. Both yeah. men getting two counts, like, frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Balor kicks Woods, setting up the coup de grace at one point, but Woods gets up super fast going for an actual superplex yeah off not, the top rope not a middle suplex. rope suplex an yeah. actual superplex no missing boot well done um Balor hits a sling blade after well not straight after that there's a gap in between Balor yeah. hits a sling blade between the shotgun drop kick sorry then a shotgun drop kick mm-hmm. uh, and then goes for the coup de gras again uh, but I think Woods just dodges it and rolls yeah, yeah, yeah. Balor just rolls through. That's it. Um, Woods hits his elbow from the springboard eventually after all that for the win. He is our new king. 
rightly so, very much deserved. Um, we said at the start, this there was for some reason calling this a dream match. It wasn't a dream match, but Woods looked good. Like Balor always looks good in, in, in any match, but we don't see Woods often enough in singles competition. This is good. Held his own against like, you know, one of the best guys in the company, best in ring guys. Um, and yeah, look good. Uh, I love his finish that, that flying elbow off the top rope, like that yeah. springboard one, the, the distance he gets on it is mad. Um, yeah, it was just cool. And it was, it's a really nice story, not just kind of like within WW, like within Canon and him, you know, being the, like the last guy to break out from the new day sort of thing. But he's been talking up this whole King of the Ring gimmick for ages, like years even, and saying that, you know, that's something he really wants to come back and that's something that he wants to be in. And it's something that he dreamed of as a kid. And it's really, really cool to see him get that. And he's such a character and he's just so fucking cool. And it, yeah, it's just great. I'm really, really, really pleased. Um, I've gave this two and a half stars out of five. So solid mid. I think if this match had had maybe more time, five, was, ten minutes more. That's what this, I was going to say. Yeah. I think this could, and I, I did say it about Ali and Mansoor. I genuinely think had this could have been given another ten minutes, I think this could have been matched tonight. Yeah. I really, um, really I do. do. I would also like, because Woods built this up so much before it was even announced, months before it was even announced, um, I think Woods should have kicked out the coup de gras. Yeah, I do. I, I, I really, think, really do. I think he should have kicked out the coup de gras. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, two and a half stars for that one. Um, and then next up we get Big Sexy Drew McIntyre <laughs> versus Big E. Uh, a match uh, Drew's wearing like skater boy like kilt skater boy kilt skater boy kilt because it's not fully tartan it's leather with like tartan strips down it's, the side it's probably fucking pleather <laughs> probably <laughs> <is>. <laughs> um, they have a horse off running into each other and a love that, that and Big just E's have... just like go on go on run at me I fucking dare you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's an overhead belly to belly suplex on the outside by Drew. Aye. Uh, Biggie, a man of his stature, should not go that high. Mm. Um, Biggie takes rain with three belly to bellies in the ring. As you do. All the belly to bellies. <laughs> uh, Drew then hits a belly to belly, then a neck breaker, um, and then whaps out a Mishinoku driver by Drew. It's a shame he just comp- like. That's just part of his moveset now. Because the first time he did it, it was impressive. Now he's doing it all the time. Again, it's one of those things he did once and now oh, everyone thought it was cool. Keep doing oh, it. Oh, he can do that. Oh, we'll just yeah. do it every week then. Yeah. yeah. Keep doing it. Uh, now, Urinagi by Biggie when yeah. Drew's running at him in the corner. A future shock DDT by Drew for a two. But everyone kicks out of the future everyone shock these out days. Everyone yeah, kicks out of that. It's not a real finisher anymore. Nah. Um, and then Biggie whapping at the big stretch muffler. Big stretch muff. Love that. <laughs> Love a good bit of muff. <laughs> um, and then there's a big ending for a two count. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, how will Biggie finish this? Oh, no. Uh, there's a top rope bulldog by Drew McIntyre. Big move. Big, big move. Big horsey move, that. <laughs> Uh, Drew misses the Claymore 
but eventually hits one for a two and seven eight. That was close as fuck. It was close. It was nice to see them both kick out of each other's finishes. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Drew goes for the big end in himself. Biggie gets out. Drew runs the ropes. Uh, Biggie scoops him up and like very that looks fast impressive. As well. Like yeah, quick and then just because he he didn't scoop him up into the position for the big end. Like he adjusted him round into it. Like he's yeah. strong as fuck. Uh, and then he hits the big end and on Drew for the win. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like this a lot. I'm big fight it. feel. Two big fucking guys. Both crowd favourites. Really, yeah. really good. And they both acknowledged um, each other, like after the match as well, which was yeah. quite cool. Like, well done. Fair play. But yeah. then my question is, what is Drew going to do now? don't know. It seems like They've scared. had them for what a year and a half now in the main roster, like uh, in the, the title main picture. title picture. Sorry, it's almost like they feel like they've built him up to a point where he can't be in anything but the title picture or around yeah. it. They briefly took him out of it with that feud with Jinder, which was shit and poorly executed. And there was so much backstory there that they could have really tapped into to actually make people care about it, but they just didn't. And now they're just like, oh, well, he needs to be around the main title bit. Like, well, you don't. Put him in the yeah. mid card again. Like, okay, yeah, he's not a mid card, but there's other guys that, that can now be elevated up to that world title picture. Just have him take a back seat for a little bit. It's not going to hurt him. Just have him elevate the mid card a bit. Who's US champ? Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Why not have Drew and Priest at each other? Be a fucking decent. Like two big guys again. Two big athletic guys. Yeah. Yeah. Should be noted. Big E kicked out the Claymore. Not many people kick out the Claymore. No. That is At all, true. yeah. It's a pretty protected move. Yeah. So again, like that's cool. Puts, but not doesn't put Biggie over, but just puts a, another little kind of like tick, another little notch. Like okay, Drew's former champion, two time, yeah. two time former champion. Did he lose to? He Randy lost to Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell in a cell. Yeah, and he and he's he's kicked out of his finisher. Same finisher that put Lesnar away, Goldberg away. Like Randy Orton away, that's good, really good. Yep. Yeah. This this is a great match, fun match. Um, I gave this a three out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Was... Three. Meh. Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. We're agreeing here. This is good, Troy. We're agreeing. <laughs> we are. Uh, next up, God, women... I can't wait for your fucking ranking on this. <laughs> <laughs> the women's freeway for the SmackDown women's title. Um, Banks is showing Woods and Selena how to wear a cloak because they can put theirs on earlier. <laughs> um, Belair's got very plain gear. Nothing says star, like just purple. Yeah, um, that was disappointing. Considering yeah. how like lavish her ring gear is usually. Considering Sasha came out in full fucking diamonds that just like over the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a bit sad, really. <laughs> yeah, like she's a big fucking star. Like, yeah. I've come out and speak loud. Not part of the four horsewomen, though. Nah, I so, forget. If you're not part of that, you only get two minute matches. Yeah. On your own. Gosh. Or if you're involved in a match with two of the other horsewomen, uh, you, exactly. you, you don't get to wear anything bright and colorful. Exactly. <laughs> um, the match starts. Bianca shows strength with a one arm gorilla press. That was impressive. 
on Sasha. That's really impressive. Is. That that hand was right in between those legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, your camel hoof. Right, forget <laughs> it. That, that's that's the kind of filth and expensive. We've already seen with. enough camel hoofs on that <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Uh, lots of things happened, and I can't be asked to write everything because it starts to get it, a bit it, convoluted it, and clunky. And... It, oh, it's weird. It felt like it <laughs> took a little bit to to sort of get going. Like there was a lot of I don't want to say botched spots. It started just... off with like the typical triple threat where it was like oh two people in at a time, everyone yeah, gets a breather, yeah. and then you started getting these really awful spots. There was just a bit of awkward bits that didn't quite kind of pull off as well as they probably looked on paper yeah um yeah it, it was such so as the weird bridge thing with bags yeah. pinning them pinning and bunny ears mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh there's a bank statement slash disarmer combo on bianca oh yeah 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 uh, i'm pretty sure bianca stands up from that does she not and lifts them both up yeah yeah, Sasha uh, hits the three amigos. She loves doing that. Yeah, because Eddie, 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 but the crowds don't chant that. So, mate, do you know what? Banks, uh, sorry, not Banks. Becky going into this. She's the heel. Bella is the face. From the crowd reaction, you wouldn't be able to tell that. Nope, they were <laughs> firmly behind Becky Lynch. Uh... And that's weird. I think had that been in in the states, it'd been. Very different. Well, yeah. I'd say very different, but yeah. She's overrated, it's fine. <laughs> um Becky f- flies again in quotation mark because she a bit fell on her face. Sure. <laughs> uh, from the barricade outside to both women. Hmm. Uh, Becky gets a double disarmor, even though both arms were clearly like that. So the arms weren't really yeah. bent funny. Um, that's the one Bianca powers out of is the yeah. double disarmor. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. lifts both them up. Um, Becky's the ginger kid that skips school, says she can do whatever she wants to do as she's pregnant, smoking bags behind the bike shed. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so your roundup of Becky Lynch. That is my roundup of Becky Lynch. Outstanding. <laughs> hey, smoking all the fags, that's why she can't breathe. There you go. <laughs> Going like as as the match started come coming to a close, like the kind of the the third act, if you like, of the match, it started to feel like they clicked a little bit more. Yeah, like it started to feel like they were getting the momentum. It, it feels like they got too much time on this match. A little bit. Yeah, but um, saying that, it's a triple threat. Like you, triple threats aren't over like that, are they? I don't know. I mean, we complained a moment ago that the fucking Queen's Crown match was less than six minutes. Well, now I can play it this way. But that's because none but, of the four horsewomen were in. Well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I, I suppose I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've answered my own question there. Like, obviously, this was going to go longer because it's got what they deem as the bigger stars. So, of yeah. course, it's going to go longer. Uh, but, I, I've got as the final uh, note Becky fannies her way to victory. Pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah. the finish came, like, Sasha hit a backstabber, went into the bank statement. Uh, Blair hit uh, a moonsault, knocked both of them down bit more trade-off between them um and then yeah as you say becky put them both in a disarmor um they got out of it and then yeah just 
Becky sort of shitbagged their way to victory of a roll-up. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, roll-ups. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, as I say, I think this match felt like it got going like later. Like I started to enjoy this the more it went on. It didn't really hook me from the off. Um, but I, oh, I wanted this to be good. All three women are good. Like, I know you, you don't, you're not a fan of Becky Lynch, but you know, she put on some decent matches. I think whoever she's in the ring with, it's my ish, right. Like Saudi Arabia, I'm not a fan of women. This is wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I, I don't, it seems to be Charlotte's that good, right? Every time she's not in a match, a WWE match, the match, bar, bar Banks, Banks can pull her weight in matches mm-hmm. as well. Like, it just seems a bit lackluster, the matches. For me, like yeah, because Charlotte and Banks are so good in the ring. It just Bianca, that pep, doesn't it? Bianca can do her stuff as well. I'm all. It just seems Bianca's great. Like yeah. really, really good. It and it seems, almost feels like they've just knocked the wind out of her sails a bit in recent months. Yeah, I don't care as much about her. And yeah. then Banks has always been a hit and a miss because she disappears for donkeys anyway. Oh, look, it's a surprise return. It's not a surprise return. It's like every time the big show turned heel or face, it's not a surprise (laughs) anymore. Um, uh, Charlotte's always there. Every time she's in the ring, it's she's as much as everyone talks shit about her, she's She's great. In my eyes, the best one out of the four horsewomen. Yeah. 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 Closely followed. Like, I I said, Charlotte's capable. I just get fed up with Charlotte. I think Sasha's, for me, Sasha's probably the best character work. Bailey's leaps and bounds above all of them. Notice how you didn't say Becky there once. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get this match. Um, it wasn't for me at, at all. Really, no. it, it dragged on far too long. I gave it a two. A two. A two. That's, that's generous for you, mate. So the same one. The same as a man as Mansur and Ali, and the same as. The King of the Ring? King, King, no, the, the Queen's King of the Ring's better. No, Queen's Crown got a one. That got a one. What was the other two? A one. Uh, the other two was, it was, it was. It was uh, Raw Goldberg, tag Lashley, Raw Tag Titles. Raw Tag Titles. Yeah. It's the same as them. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'd probably give it uh, a 2.3. Two point. You're going in decimals, are you? I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Imperial measurements. <laughs> um, and then next up, we get our main the main event of the evening. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know, mate. Don't worry about it. Would you like me to do it again? Uh, yeah, please. The main event <laughs> of the evening. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's Reigns does an Undertaker fucking length entrance. It took fucking forever to get down oh, that ring, didn't he? I fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, talk about wasting time, eh? Uh, but you knew who the crowd were waiting for. You could tell as soon as that music came on, 
Oh, mate. For Lesnar. Oh, you bastard. Oh, you bastard. That's a big old pop. Oh, that's a big old pop. Love that. Love oh, that. Uh, I, I think I like face Brock Lesnar. I love, I like, I like Brock Lesnar anyway, heel or face, but face Lesnar's fucking brilliant. <laughs> he looked like the shit. Looks so oh. good. Um, match starts. Um, Lesnar pummels Reigns a lot. Uh, they both start throwing fists at each other. Lots of them. Um, Lesnar hits a suplex. Yes, suplex city. Yeah, we get we one get suplexes, but no, no Paul Heyman counting him along with him. Boom. No, 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 no. I bet in his head he was counting him, wasn't he? Oh, I'd, love yeah. to, I'd love to hear Heyman's internal monologue for this match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rain smacks Lesnar into the ring post for a chill out session on the outside. Chill out session. Just a, w- a wee breather. <laughs> a wee breather. Aye. <laughs> uh, Roman does a dive for lols. Mate, that dive fuck was it. fuck it. Fuck me. Like the camera angle they shot that because it was outside on the floor, wasn't it? Like yeah. just, I don't know if it's behind or in front of the barricade, but he was all the way up and he yeah. absolutely hurled himself into Lesnar. That looked good. Really, really impressive. Uh, Reigns hits a spear for two. Mm-hmm. First, first one of the match. Uh, two Superman punches, but that don't keep no Brock down. Uh-uh. No, no. Uh, Not uh, techno uh, uh, Viking Brock. He's no. got no time for that. <laughs> Truck stop Brock. Oh. An F5 on Roman Reigns at one point for a solid two and fucking nine tenths. Aye. Well, he, uh, they, Reigns went for a spear, didn't he, just before that? And Lesnar leaped over him yeah, leaped in the over corner. Him, that was impressive. Yeah. Um, well, we've had that spot before, but... We have, I, yeah. Not for a while, though. Yeah. And then, cool. yeah, he dropped him a few Germans. Uh, and then, as you say, hit the, F, hit the F5. Roman went for the guillotine, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Roman reverses the second F5 into the dog collar. We're still calling it that. Well, the headlock of the table. The headlock of the table. (laughs) We're still giving it the better names. (laughs) Um, Brock gets out just because he's Brock fucking Lesnar, ain't he? Because he does what he fucking wants. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brock F5 Roman Reigns into the referee. Charles Robinson and Brock Lesnar is a (laughs) storyline. Brock loves chucking Charles Taylor, Charles Robinson about. Loves it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of that, Brock just yeets Charles Robinson at the ring. Yeet. He goes, yeah, yeet, <laughs> yeah, yeet. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and then just after he eats the ref, um, there's an R spear by Roman. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, oh. Well, he. He, he hit the F5, didn't he? Like, he, he hit it, knocked the ref he, out, and he pinned him, and he, he clearly him. had the one, yeah. two, three. But then Obviously Roman the ref did wasn't about, And then Roman the did the same thing, hit the spear. Yeah. And then both of them were down. And then that's when the fucking, when your boys come down, isn't it? Well, the Usos. He, yeah. Heyman throws a belt in the middle of the two of them lying down. Aye. He has a, yeah. a fucking moral dilemma. He doesn't yeah, have to throw oh, it to. He doesn't know who to pass it to. So I, I love that, like, Heyman's selling. Like his kind of looks of absolute despair and shock are just so so good. That's what you call a good manager. He's fucking. He's not even in the match. He's, he's excellent, isn't he? Doing wonders. <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then after that, the Usos come in. Um, 
they do they get battered? No, they don't get battered by Lesnar. No, they're a double they super in, kick, didn't they? They come in for double super kicks on Brock, and then Rain just hits the belt off Lesnar's head for the one, two, three. Yeah, and if the ref comes down, doesn't he? And makes the yeah. count. Heyman's face afterwards looks stunned. Yeah. Like as he as he left with with the Usos and Roman, like almost like he wasn't expecting, like he thought Brock was going to win. Like I'm really intrigued as to how this plays out afterwards because apparently Lesnar's comments that he made as he was getting on the plane is like, when I get to SmackDown, I'm going to beat Roman senseless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was entertaining. It's really, really good. And it was, it was a typical Lesnar match in that it wasn't a standard wrestling match. Like it was, it always feels a bit different, but yeah, it was just them just beating the piss out of each other, really hitting each other's big power moves. Um, Roman was always going to shit back his way in, wasn't it? The Usos were always going to get involved. Um, but I just, the thing that always, the, the thing that stuck out to me throughout this whole thing is just Heyman's involvement. Heyman's a light, like allegiance where he sits sort of thing. You could see him, as I said a minute ago, like that kind of internal conflict. Who do I stand with? Who am I with? Who, who am I back in here? And yeah, that was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I gave this one a three out of five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was good, but it, it's left me hanging. But it, with all this, most of the spots that happened in this match, mm. we have seen it's very typical Brock Lesnar. Mm. Right? Like, as much as I love Brock Lesnar, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Where do you think this goes? I've I've got my ideas as to where I think this goes afterwards because obviously this is this isn't the end of the feud. This is carrying on for a bit longer. Uh, what are we in? End of October. I'll give I'll give you what I think is going to happen. Do you think we're getting the title match at Survivor Series I'm, again? No, I'm I'm going to go bold. I'm going to go all out. Yeah, I think we're getting E versus Roman. Survivor Series. Champion v Champion. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I think I'm going to chuck it out there now, and this could change depending on who they build up. I think Lesnar's winning the Rumble, and I think we're getting Lesnar Roman at Mania 38. Oh. I, I, because right. <laughs> he's 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 there for for a while and he's, he's he's not there just for the Saudi match yeah no, no, no just no, bring no. him in for no. now i feel no. like we're getting this more and much in the same way that they kind of they propelled drew when he won the title by having him beat lesnar for the championship roman's beaten everyone since becoming universal champion yeah. apart from brock lesnar and if this is their way of cementing Roman as the champion. I think that's how they do it. They have him beat Lesnar as champion going into Mania and retaining. And Lesnar goes in with all the momentum. Like he doesn't come off the back of this match feeling weak. He was fucked over. You know, there was the ref went out. He had the match won and there wasn't a ref there for it. The Usos come in. He got knocked over with the title. He's got legitimate reasons to come out for a match. He doesn't look weak in it. And I think it, they... it's not just one reason as well that mm, mm. either men could have won. A lot it... of things happened where they can argue the point. Yeah. But a lot and of it... things on both sides happened. Yeah. So. And it, it feels weird saying it. I feel like they're going to build Lesnar up. Not that Lesnar needs building, oh, but I feel they're that they're building face Lesnar up. Face, they're building face Lesnar up, but yeah. that because he's been wronged in this match, he needs like a kind of a redemption almost. So I think we're going to see him. I think there's going to be involvement 
of him at Survivor Series. I feel like he's going to come in and drop Roman after his match of E. That's going to lead into him going into the Rumble with loads of momentum. And I think we're going to get it at Mania. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Where do you think Roman goes from here? He holds the title till Mania, but I couldn't have Or rather, you. where do you think, sorry, where do you think Lesnar goes from here? Where do you think Lesnar goes? <sighs> the thing is, he's still going to have that contract, ain't he? Hmm. Even though he's faced Lesnar, he's still going to have the Lesnar contract. Yeah. So we're still not going to see him often, I don't think. But that's cool. I, I'm happy to not see, like, I mean, I like seeing Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And I mean, treat him like that. Live, mate. Come on. Oh, mate. Fucking right, we have. <laughs> <laughs> um, him and Keith Lee slapping the piss out of each other at the Rumble. Lovely. <sighs> um, yes, he, he may be on a bunny ears quote Lesnar contract, but it's a Lesnar contract where he's not champion. He's not holding the championship to ransom. So, yeah, he may not appear that much, but at least he's not champion and he's not appearing. We still get Roman Reigns' compelling storylines on SmackDown. We still get him as his whole head of the table gimmick, this, that, and the other. But we get sporadic appearances from Lesnar without the belt, boshing people over on his way to, to that match. Boshing people. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's as soon as he came back and it was evident that he was face, I was like, sold on this already. It's really intriguing. It's compelling because he doesn't have Heyman. He's not known for his promos, but we've heard him on the mic and he's been really funny, really captivating. His, his whole free agent thing, he's not signed to a brand either. He can go yeah. where he wants. So he doesn't necessarily have to stay on SmackDown and chase Roman up into the Rumble. He can go to Raw and he can have matches there. Oh. What? Oh. I get <laughs> flashbacks of Kofi, but it's Biggie instead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, it won't happen. Nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Big E's going to hold that until Mania, at least. He will. He will. Okay. He will. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> Speaking of bold predictions, Troy. <laughs> oh, Christ, yeah. We, we we had on the live stream um, Troy playing Billy Big Bollocks. I wasn't playing Billy Big Bollocks. <laughs> I was just making a bet to be, not even a bet. I was just, just to making, make things making a choice to be interesting. <laughs> I said that last year as well I know, look what happened dickhead <laughs> <laughs> So we were neck and neck on our predictions Up until this last match I yeah. think you'd predicted where did, got, it, where did it change? It was it changed because I got one Up with Goldberg And then you equalised with You equalised with I can't remember what it was um, The uh, women's freeway with Becky Ah, yes, yes, yeah, I yeah. said Becky would retain yeah. So then it came down to this, and yeah, just to be different, I chose Brock. And it wouldn't have surprised, and I said when we were watching no, it, 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 it wouldn't have surprised me had he won it. It could it's have Brock happened. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and I am I would have been happy with, with either one of them. Like, I'm still glad Roman's champion, but I would have been just as equally happy had, had Lesnar won it. Um, but yeah, so I, I lost our predictions, and it was just between me and you, really. Jay didn't give us his predictions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so my forfeit is what are they again because you ordered them for me as, well, well, as soon as that match finished <laughs> you had them in your basket on amazon you were just waiting for me to give you the address <laughs> so we'd look for the one chip challenge but we can't get that in great britain so we had to just go then we decided gummy bears 
And then Jay had mentioned, oh, there's jelly beans that go up five different stages of spiciness. Oh, so <laughs> you, ha- you have five levels of spicy jelly beans. <laughs> that arrived this morning. I have it right next to me, still in its Amazon box. And um, we'll be doing a little video. So, might be a live stream, might be a pre-recorded one. No, no. so do you remember that live stream that I did of the haircut? You want yeah. me to live stream me eating well, these? We want you, we we want you to live stream eating these, but I have to be there too. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll try and fit that in next week. We'll do a that, live stream. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, what was your uh, rating for Crown Jewel? Is this um, out, are you doing this out of five or ten? Because I know you did the matches out of five. Yeah, half a star is a one. It's just uh, it'll be out of ten. Okay. So um. Overall, it's um, two and a half stars average, which would be a five out of ten. Okay. So a bang in the middle pay-per-view. Okay, fair I'll enough. Put... There you go. Um, I'm going to... I always end up giving it more than you. I, I just, I, I've just written the average. I've just... Tallied my marks up. Did you get your calculator? You're out, just being it? nice about it. I don't be nice about it. I'm gonna give this. Oh, it was it was naff, but I'll give it a seven anyway. No. It's like they come down with me, people. Fuck off. <laughs> nah, it wasn't naff. It definitely wasn't naff. This is better than no, it was the all majority right. of pay-per-views yeah. that they've put on this year. As aside from the big four. It was all right, so I gave it a five. I'm giving this a seven and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you literally said for almost every match. I agree with you, Aaron. I yeah, agree I do. With you. Yeah. I think on the whole, like so, it so, felt like for me, it felt have you like you got a, the extra two and a half. Don't worry about it. It feels like so. One thing with these Saudi shows, or even like these B-list paper, like it doesn't feel that there's much fallout afterwards. It felt like they'd really built certainly the Reigns and Lesnar story. Yeah. They'd really built that for a number of weeks going into this. And there's going to be fallout afterwards. These weren't just kind of throwaway matches. Lashley and Goldberg, there was plenty of build for that. The women's triple threat, a Edge decent amount of build for that. Edge of sex. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it felt It's justified. a mania card. A yeah, it's a like... big card. It's a big card. I think that's, that's why I'm giving it not just the quality of the matches, but overall from a narrative, from a storytelling point of view, like, they built well into this and they can build well out of it. So yeah, seven and a half. There'll never be a score I can give a pay-per-view where you're a great. You'll always laugh. <laughs> always. It's like it's out of the realms of possibility for you to ever give a WWE pay-per-view more than it's a five. Not. If, if the star ratings averaged out... Uh, when like, have you started averaging out your star ratings? This is the first time you've done no, it. No, I've done it for every single one. I tally them up and then I divide them by the number of matches and what's, that's what you get. What's the highest number you've given this year for a pay-per-view? I can't remember, but you might remember. When was the last time I'd done a pay-per-view fucking thing? For WWE? Mania? When was the last time I, do, I didn't Actually, do Mania? Actually, no, you didn't do Mania. So no, you were, you were, no, you were too busy watching fucking GCW and people sticking light tubes at the bell end. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I don't think I've done a pay-per-view. I can't this remember year. last paper. Did you do the rumble? Did I do did I do AEW pay-per-views? I don't know, mate. I'm not on them. Oh. Uh, well, pull your fucking socks up, pull your finger out, get on them again. Oh, we've got, oh. we got Survivor Series coming up soon, and as we know, that's your favorite pay-per-view. We've got to get the Aaron Erasmataz. Like Aaron Erasmus. In fact, we've got Ra- Halloween Havoc next week. Oh, I'll, it's not a pay-per-view, but it's live stream, mate. Come on. Yes, mate. Birthday, mate. Come Birthday on. blue drinks. Birthday blue drinks. Let's go. <laughs> Sweet. That wraps up our review of Crown Jewel. Thank you for joining us. Very, very much appreciate it. Let us know what you thought, as I said, at the top of the episode on our social media outlets, on Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We'll catch you next time, guys. All the best. Tatty bye. What does AJ Styles say when ordering Indian food for his family? They don't want none. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>